What's up, Active Lifers? Welcome back to the Active Life Podcast. I'm Dr. Sean Pestuch. I'm your host. And I have exciting news for you today. We decided to open our own Active Life brick and mortar space right here in Long Beach, New York. Full disclosure, this was not a part of my plan, but it was something that members of our team believed was extremely important for us to do if we wanted to be able to share with the world what the full expression of our vision looks like. They felt like it would help us think through some things that right now we're, we're fortunate to have clients from around the world who help us think it through, but they felt like it could accelerate some of the processes that we're trying to build by doing it on our own. And so Active Life is going to have its very first corporately owned brick and mortar right here in Long Beach, New York. The reason I wanted to talk about this on the podcast is because in going through the process of getting this thing started, I've learned a lot of things and I want to share many of them with you because I think it's important that if you're ever going to fully understand what it is that we're trying to do. And by the way, if you're listening to this podcast, it's my belief that you are trying to understand what we're trying to do. Maybe not because you want to do it yourself, maybe because you do, but at least in part because there are, there are elements of what we do that you find valuable that you want to weave into your process, into your business, into your thoughts. And I appreciate that about you. So I hope this podcast is helpful. First things first, one of the interesting problems that we find as a company in explaining to people what the full expression of active life looks like when executed at their brick and mortar is that most of the gyms who are working with us, I would say about 70%, are coming from the CrossFit life. What that means is these are gym owners who opened CrossFit gyms and who, along a period of time, decided that they are no longer ideologically aligned with CrossFit whether that's because of the entity, the people who work there, the education, the kinds of workouts, they all have their own reasons. Uh, but they, they find us as a resource who is sharing beliefs and values that they are aligned with at this phase of their life. They, to a person, speak about their time as CrossFit gyms as a valuable time for them to learn in their career. And they see becoming an active life uh, client as the next evolution of their business. As they mature as adults, as they mature as business people, the things that they're looking for out of their health and fitness are different than what they were when they opened their gyms in the first place, when they started coaching in these gyms in the first place. And I think many of them see us as a way to to start to act on those new values that they feel, but perhaps struggle to articulate, struggle to put into action, struggle to build into their, their business. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the trust that those gyms 
the coaches who come to us to become ALPs, I'm very grateful for each and every one of the people, even the ones who come who end up not being clients either because we tell them it's not a great fit or because uh, they decide. Look, we, we don't have a 100% closing rate on our sales call. Some people just decide it's not a fit for them. I'm grateful for every one of them. What I felt our team made really solid points to, that there was one of the reasons why we needed to open this place, was the problems that our clients have that we are able to help them solve. We could help them solve more quickly if we could point to how we are doing it. Instead of pointing to how somebody else in ProPath is doing it most of the way that we would do it. If we had our own location, it would make it easier for us to point to this is how it's done here. The aesthetic of an active life right now still looks like a CrossFit gym because most of our clients, or or a hit studio really, um, but most of our clients, while they've evolved their business and their fitness models, credit to Stu Brower for defining those two as very separate things, and I, I, I think he articulates it well, they haven't changed the way that their facilities look. And they haven't changed all of the staff who work in their facilities, which by the way, is not a necessary part of working with us. In fact, we would prefer all of your staff stay in place. The thing is, if your place still looks the same, if your place still has the same equipment, if your place is still in the same location, if the staff who work there are still the same staff, if the uniforms are still the same uniforms, it's difficult for the members to understand what's so different even if they feel it every day, even if the programming is different, when all of the people, all of the aesthetic, the location, the equipment, when all of that is the same, but the programming changes and the service offerings change. I was just talking to a gym owner yesterday who works with us. They have a gym in a high end area who we talked about this, this transition. Cause they're basically what's happened for them is they've gotten to the point that their culture in the gym has shifted to a place where it's now actually a bit confusing for the membership. When they started with us, they were 100% group revenue. Now they are in excess of 60% group revenue or between 50 and 60% group. Uh, man, I'm making mistakes today. They're between 50 and 60% of their revenue coming from personal training. Their revenue is more than doubled. And they're seeing an easier time, a more fulfilling time and more money coming from working with the people who are buying the higher level of service. And they're, they're contemplating a full model transition from what used to be CrossFit to this blend right now, all the way to a fully realized active life model. And they were bringing it up themselves. Maybe we need to move out of this big warehouse space and move into a smaller retail space so that the perceived value of what we do is greater and different than what it is right now. I agree. I agree. And to their credit, they taught me that when I go into these conversations with gym owners who are interested in making this transition, uh, I need to perhaps think bigger. I need to perhaps realize that I'm not the only person in the world who's prepared to throw... um, everything, all the chips on the table and open up our own space from scratch that many gym owners are ready to 
open up their own space from scratch. And while we have helped over 100 gyms in the last two years to evolve their model, to help them make more money, to help them create careers for their staff, to help them serve a new audience, what we have not done is help the gym open, find a location, secure a lease, hire staff, run a pre-sale, design the space, open. Haven't done it. And so it was never something that was pressing for us to add to the curriculum at Active Life. But as we've evolved, as we've grown, as we've improved our services, I've been having conversations with hospital systems, with orthopedists, with physical therapists. And to a person, they are telling me this is necessary. And then they're asking, how do we do it? And my answer is, when we're done doing it ourselves, I promise you I will give you that, that, that blueprint. We'll walk you through it. We'll do it together. Make no mistake about it, if you're watching this or listening to this. The bridge between fitness and healthcare is actively being built. We are doing it. We are going to do it not by ourselves. We can't do it by ourselves. We're doing it because there are hundreds and thousands of you out there who, like us, believe that there is a significant segment of the population who would love to live a more active life, but who know that the gyms of today, regardless of the model, don't have the solution for them. They know that the best CrossFit gym in the world doesn't know how to help them. Or that they do, but they would need help outside of the core offerings of the business. And they don't want to be the outcast. They don't want to keep on going to places where they feel like they're trying to fit in. They want to find a place where they belong. Credit to Asia Campbell for that quote. They want to stop feeling like they need to try and fit in and they want to find a place where they belong. Where the core offerings of the facility are geared towards their needs. Right now, the person who would walk into an active life, 80%, are not walking into a CrossFit, are not walking into an F45, are not walking into a Fit Body Bootcamp, are not walking into a commercial gym. They're not. They're not walking into a personal training space. They're not walking into bar, they're not walking into Pilates, and they're not walking into yoga. They know intuitively that they have issues that require a higher level of coaching, education, experience, and patience to solve. They know that their needs exist outside of the medical community. They're not a patient. They don't need a physical therapist. They don't need a lifestyle medicine expert, doctor. They need a professional who understands them, who understands that Getting up off of the ground 
without wobbling, without using your hands and your knees and your elbows, they understand that they should be able to do that. And they want to be able to work with somebody who has dedicated their career to understanding the elements of being able to do that from the very beginning. They know that they should be able to walk up five flights of stairs at their walk-up without having to stop and put their groceries down. But they also know that that happens by accident at most gyms. If they are committed, if they are diligent, and they follow the program that's written for somebody else, it might happen for them over time. They know they don't go to the physical therapist for that. So where are they supposed to go? The person right now who wants to be able to go out for a run but experiences knee pain or back pain or hip pain that finished their course of physical therapy, they can do what they need to do to get around life. And when they go to the gym, it's the, the solution is to work around it. That's the person who's going to walk in. To give another example, I spoke with a physical therapist today and what he described was most physical therapy clinics are geared towards if you can put the book back on the shelf, you're good. Your shoulder is good. You can put the book back on the shelf. You're good. And then what happens is if they want to continue helping that person beyond, they're fudging the notes. They're fudging the notes so that they can get reimbursed by health insurance that understands the scope of the physical therapist as it's developed in school. Now, physical therapists go beyond that. And, and there are tremendous physical therapists and chiropractors out in the world who would absolutely be able to solve all of the problems that the people I'm describing are dealing with in a physical setting in a gym. The problem is, again, not the core offering. It becomes an outlier service. They don't want to be the outcast anymore, these people. I've spoken to thousands of them. So it got us to thinking about, well, what, what is a space where somebody who feels this way would need, what would that space need to look like? We came up with four terms. The space needs to be approachable. It needs to be functional. It needs to be understandable. And it needs to be distinct. So we've thought up ways to make it all of those things. Like, for example, having designated flooring for where you walk as compared to designated flooring for where you exercise. How much equipment should we have? How should it be stored? Do we put it at stations or do we put it all against the wall and let people go and get theirs? Or is there some combination of both? Where does personal training happen? Where does the, 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 the autonomous group training element happen? How do you walk through them? Where do you have private conversations with a professional? Where does the professional go to write their program design? Where does the professional go to blow off steam so that they're not having to do it on the floor in front of all of the members in the gym when they need a private space to just relax for a minute because they're making a career of this? All of these things. How much equipment do we need? What should it look like? We're not getting rubber hex dumbbells. 
That's not going to fly here. What equipment do we need that you don't find in the traditional gym? What do you, or what equipment do we need that you don't find in the boutique gym? What equipment do we need that you do find in both? Is there something else that we could get that solves that problem in a way that requires us to need less? What is the aesthetic? What materials would you want on the floor so that somebody could feel comfortable to train barefoot? How do you clean that? What should the walls look like? Are those functional? What if somebody sweaty leans against them? Is it a cold brick wall? That's not very premium. There were so many elements that went into what this space is going to need to be. And then at the end of the day, frankly, I don't have a million dollars to blow on this. So it has to work. And it will. It has to work from a financial perspective. It has to work from a delivery perspective to the client. It has to work from a fulfillment and financial perspective to the to the staff. Everyone's got to find what they're looking for at this place. And in order to expedite the process, our clients, by the way, to go back a step, would get there. They would get where we are going personally. Instead of asking them to figure it out with us, and gradually move towards it. We're going to open our own and provide them with a very clear roadmap. That's why we're doing it. That's why we're doing it. You can think of us like Big Brother coming in and protecting Little Brother from a bunch of bullies who are punching him and beating him up. The bullies are the marketplace the bullies are other gym owners. The bullies is social media. And the little brother is actually fighting back pretty well and beating the crap out of most of them. And I'm proud as hell of the little brothers. Um, and I look up to them. It's the confidence that they have. It's the execution that they've already pulled off. It's the pushing of me and of us professionally that our clients have just in like in spades delivered on. I couldn't be prouder to be associated with the people who comprise the businesses that we have the privilege of supporting. And we owe it to them. We owe it to them to show them exactly what it should look like, exactly what their equipment list should be, exactly what they should be paying people, exactly how to acquire clients. We owe them a playbook that takes them from beginning to end, whether they own a gym that has 300 members today and they want to go down to 125 at a much different price point, or if they're just starting from scratch. We owe this to them. And so we're going to deliver it. And thanks to them, I believe together we're going to change the world more quickly. 
So I'll leave you on, on a little note. We need staff. We need to hire. We need to develop. And we need to do it quickly. If you think that working at our flagship location might represent your dream career, your dream career, please DM me on Instagram at Dr. Sean Pastuch. That's where we'll start the conversation and I'll get you to the appropriate person on our team. Just DM me with whatever you need to write to let me know that you're interested in working with us. And to those of you who are local to us right here in Long Beach, Oceanside, Island Park, Lido, Point Lookout, Atlantic, East Atlantic Beach, change is coming. I'm going to rock this marketplace. And the spot that you've been looking for, that you've been describing to your family, that you've been describing to your coworkers, that you've been describing to your friend that you need, that the market needs, it's coming. Turn pro. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Active Fund Podcast. Remember, if you feel inspired by our vision to humanize the healthcare industry, professionalize the fitness industry, and empower individuals to live their lives, to reclaim their physical freedom, to develop careers, helping people reclaim their physical freedom. All you need to do is head to activelifeprofessional.com, find the appropriate link that represents you, and get in contact. We'll see you there. Turn pro.